Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hockey season is officially here, and we have a ton to talk about today here on the PHNX Coyotes podcast, brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah Merrill, here with Steve Peters, who is back from the East Coast. Yeah. East Coast drinking fine. at 11 a.m. because know, it's two o'clock in, in the east. Uh, Craig is out at the ice den for day one of, tri- of Coyotes training camp. He'll be calling in in a little bit with some updates on Andrew Ladd. You might have seen some stuff on Twitter on that. So we'll wait till Craig gets here to get into that. But th- we have a ton to dive into today before we do. Petey, how are you? It's I'm good. I'm days. good. It's good to be back here. But like you said, I was gone for three days on that East Coast, like three hour time zone change. So I'm getting up at four in the morning every day now. So only an hour earlier <sighs> yeah, than you normally hours. get up. <laughs> and it's early after beer. So things good. Glad to be back and glad hockey season is here because today's a big day. And today when things really get real, I know yesterday they had their medicals and it was media day and that, but today when they hit the ice, this is when it's real. And this is for guys that are breaking into the league and rookies getting the opportunity to play with, you know, the veterans. All those rookies played last week at the rookie showcase, but now they're they're out on the mm-hmm. ice with Keller and Schmaltz. Today's a big deal. Um, I don't want to overstate it because it's just a couple of quick ice sessions. They're not going to accomplish a lot system wise today, today or in training camp. Just today, yeah. Today it's more. It's getting a feel. It's going to be a lot more flow drill stuff. It's it's just getting accustomed to being out there, getting used to your teammates. Um, they're going to have some pretty serious film sessions today, diving in on how they're going to play coyote hockey. I mean, you got a lot of new guys that have to learn bear system and they're going to have to learn coach Turnier, how he plays and what they're looking for. So these next three days, the first three days of camp are just pounded with video and here's how the coyotes play. Here's our systems. And they're going to review it on film. They'll practice it on the ice and then they'll re-review it after the practice is over just <laughs> to make sure everybody gets it because we're talking about games in 72 hours. That's so, crazy. Is it 48 hours? It's Thursday. It's 48 hours. Yeah. 48. They're playing a game. Yeah. So you, they've got a Going lot right that they got to squeeze it. in in the next couple of days. Yeah. And also from what um, Coach Turney said at Media Day yesterday, it sounds like they've been, the coaching staff has been spending a lot of time tweaking things. And I'm sure there's even changes from last year um, on the systems play a little bit. So, you know, even the veteran players will have to take that in. And, you know, we saw a lot of movement, a lot of comings and goings for this team. So there's going to be a lot of players who are going to have to learn the systems completely from scratch. Um, and and then, like you mentioned, those rookie players. Yeah, and, it, and it's an adjustment. It's it, People are going to approach this camp a little differently. Like okay, Clayton Keller versus Geeky and how they approach this first three days and this training camp. I mean, for, for Clayton Keller, it's going to be getting up to speed coming back from the injury. And for the veteran players, it's, hey, let's... I got to get back into the swing. I know they've been skating for a while. They're all rehab. They're all fit. They're all ready to play. But it's now it's getting back into the day-to-day grind. And it's a d- little different feel for them mentally. They're not nervous. They're just out there getting acclimated to what they do for a living. For the rookies and guys that haven't been here before, there's a lot of nerves and excitement, yeah. especially for that first ice session when you're out there with the big boys. It's stressful. And there's pressure. And they feel it. On the same token, though, they have to perform. When they get on the ice for that first day of practice, they need to fit in. They need to not screw up a drill, which is really hard to do on your first day because you got to pay attention. Yeah. And there's so much going on that you also have to focus on your job at hand. So the different mental approach for those two different styles of players is really important today. Um, 
I wouldn't take too much merit on how guys play today. Are, like, is the coaching staff paying? You know, they're paying attention to the things we like, talked about could, last could week. Could you make your break yourself on day one? 100%. Really? Okay. But it's not so much with how you play. Oh, that guy, the puck bounced over his stick or it wasn't a good pass. It it's, seems a little humid at the ice den today, so yeah, who knows what the ice conditions the ice, like. Ice will be tough. It's more about how did that kid work? What was his work ethic like? What was his attitude like? Was he trying to get, you know, towards the front of the line on drills? Was, you know, what was he like? How did he practice? Did he show up on time to all the meetings? Because you better show up on time. Did he pay attention? Was he engaged? That's important because you're right. You're not going to make the team today, but you can definitely put yourself behind the eight ball if you don't do all those little things right. All right. Well, we'll also get more update from Craig on the happenings at day one. The first group hit the ice at 9 a.m. today. The second group, I think, goes on at 11 a.m. So Craig's going to talk to the group A people and then come to us with a little bit, I guess, of a report and, you know, things he's taken away or people he's talked to at day one of training camp, like we said. We'll get to that in a bit because we have a lot to talk about until then. A lot going on. And first of all, something we haven't even had the chance to talk about because it happened um, so fast in the midst of a lot of stuff. But Barrett Hayton finally got his deal done with the Coyotes just in time for training camp to start. He signed a two-year contract with an AAV of $1.775 million. Um, What are your thoughts on on this deal? I think it's good. And and most important for me is I wanted to see what Jacob Jacob Chikrin. See, that's all. It's all we're it's thinking all about. It's all in everybody's mind. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. What Barrett Hayton felt about the contract. That's what was most important to me, how he felt. Because the team, they're going to move on from it quickly. They'll get the deal done. They'll sign it. They'll put it in a file drawer, and then let's go play. For Barrett Hayton, this is what's his attitude coming out of this contract signing is how he's going to perform early in this camp. And he was ecstatic. He, I think he was thrilled with the deal. He's happy, and he's happy to be on the ice for the first day of camp. So that's really important. We talked about how he needed to be on the ice for day one. You know, he wasn't able to. He played a 60-game schedule last year with injuries and never quite got the ball rolling. There were moments he was great, and there were moments he wasn't. And then he was hurt. So I think it's important that he started off on the ice today. I think it was incredibly important. For him to start on the ice of day one of camp and to be happy, that's a home run for this team. He needs to take a step forward this year, leadership-wise, ice time-wise. He's performance-wise. Like He's got to set the bar higher. This is a really important year, so he needed to play, and he's happy, and he's locked up for the next two years. What this contract does as a two-year deal, if you want that contract in year three, you got to play. Yeah. you got to earn it. And I, again, it's good for both sides. It's good for the team that he's got something to prove, and he's got to earn the right to sign that big ticket in year three. Earn it. Go out there, show it. Team wants that. Team wants them to perform. Mm -hmm. They'd love to go, you were great. Let's give you a big contract. He wants a big contract. So to get that big contract, what's he going to do? He's going to play. Yeah. So I I think we're ecstatic as as a fan and a fan base that that, that Barrett Hayton is here. Can't wait to see what he can provide for this team in this year. Yeah, I think it's it's a perfect trial period for him. Like you said, he's had all those injuries and had, you know, up and down from the AHL to the NHL. And this is kind of his first chance that like last year at this time we were oh is Hayton going to be on the roster? I think we feel pretty good about the fact he will be on this Coyotes roster. Now it's a matter of what he has to prove, and I think it could be one of those things where, like much like with Connor Garland when he came here and blew expectations out of the mm-hmm. water, and we're like oh my god this is all we're paying Connor Garland and we're getting this level of production. Hopefully it's one of those things, and then for Barrett Hayton he'll earn himself a nice payday. You know, toward the end of this contract, and Roaring Fork in the comments said, "If Hayton performs this year, they need to extend him next year. Do not want him going to arbitration." Yeah, and a couple things with him too. The other thing with Barrett Hayton is, you remember when he came into camp a year ago? Like, his main focus over that summer was putting on weight and getting bigger and getting stronger. Honestly, I think it detracted from his game. I think he got slower. I think he looked heavy at times. This year, it's the opposite. He came in leaner. He's thin. Yeah. And now you can get back to playing the way he used to play. Let's play quicker. Let's play. You know, he's faster on the puck. So I think that, for him, going into this camp is going to be huge. Go back to playing the way he used to play. Be quick on the puck. So I think that that just seeing his commitment to working out and losing weight as opposed to gaining yeah. weight, I'm really excited to see him on the ice. And like you said, their games are in two days. I know. So we're going to get to see him playing games really quick. And to Roaring Fork's point, yeah, don't wait for arbitration. Let's get it done. Yeah. Let's perform. Let's hope Baird has a great year this year. But then going into next year, yeah, before December of 2023 – let's get a deal done going forward so you can lock them up long term. Let's hope that's where they get. Yeah, absolutely, because we don't need any 
drama and we've had enough of it. Like I said, we'll get to Jacob Trick in a little bit here. You know, synonymous um, with drama. Seriously. But another thing, Barrett Hayden just yesterday at Media Day, he just seemed happy. He yeah, seemed he in happy. a good mood. He seemed excited for the upcoming season. So that was great to see. Um, a couple other media day notes. There wasn't anything too substantial outside of the Jacob Trickern stuff. Are we moving again? Oh, why? Because people are carrying yeah, boxes. Yeah, carrying boxes. No, just checking. Just checking. I was getting worried. Maybe we should switch seats so you're not staring out the door. I got my mind just buzzing yeah. a lot. Going, just make sure we weren't moving again. You're walking by with boxes. I just got concerned. So we got to back no. up and move again. People have trapped. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, Don't there's, a, there's a good PD sigh. Sorry. Craig was sighing in your honor. Didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. Um, Clayton Keller, we talked about him. He obviously suffered that gruesome injury toward the end of last season. And he, first of all, like walked up to the podium, no problem. And he said he's healthy and ready to go, um, which is such a great <laughs> sign because we thought there might not even be a chance he'd be ready to play. Um, he definitely acknowledged that he needs the training camp atmosphere to get back into game shape. But in terms of where he landed with his recovery, he's you know, in a good situation. And we talk about his approach to this season. This is his seventh year, and we're going to bring that up after the in a little bit. Somebody else is going into their seventh year as a Coyote, too. And his approach to it and how he looked at the podium and how happy he was to be back, I think, is really important. Here's a guy that played exceptionally well last year, set a high standard for himself offensively, career high with 28 goals. He would have had 30. Like, we'll just kid ourselves. He played 67 yeah. games. If he stays healthy, he's hitting the 30-goal plateau for the first time in his career. When I look at Clayton Keller, the concern I have is that injury was pretty horrific. I mean, yeah. you break your femur in half. That's a massive bone. <laughs> it's a bit, though, the one saving grace is he wasn't hit. He wasn't hit from behind and slid into the boards. He hit a rut and it was an unfortunate thing, a little push. It wasn't like it was a, you know, massive injury with someone bearing down on him. It was just an unfortunate, almost accident that he gets hurt that, that severely. But you worry about a guy with that kind of injury that's that severe how they're going to be game one and what is it going to be like when when somebody's coming behind them yeah. to go get a puck in the corner we haven't seen that yet yeah he's going to be good today in the drills he's high high-end skill he can deliver the puck he can get the puck to the net no concerns about that what's he going to be like when the action is close to the boards and he's going to have to do that by getting reps he's going to have to get over that and Get back on the horse, and, and hopefully he can he can get through that. He can get by a guy breathing down his neck and a big defenseman in this league going into the corner with him. And if he can do that, then he can take the next step. And I and I don't see any reason Clayton Keller can't hit that thirty goal plateau this year. Yeah, you know when he was with Schmaltz that and and Boyd, that line was really really good. Not saying they're going to play together now, but you could see that when they clicked, they were really good. Mm -hmm. I think he can improve his game on the power play. I think this team can improve their play on the power play and get more points, and he can get you know a higher point total by by performing better on the power play. Not personally, but as a team. So I think the bar is set pretty high for Clayton Keller. I, I think he needs to continue the offensive output that he had, but he's just going to have to get over that injury mentally and can he play again. That's what I see for Clayton. Yeah, and the preseason is a great chance to put him in game situations exactly. so that he can adjust from that. So uh, we heard from Nick Schmaltz and Lawson Kraus, as well as Jacob Chickren and Barrett Hayton and Keller. But I think across the board, the takeaways, everyone is so excited to play in Mullet Arena. Uh, everyone's so excited to see the fan atmosphere. Coach Turini said that as well. Um, so that just gets me more and more excited. Nick Schmaltz talked about his career year last year, and he said it was the best stretch of hockey he's ever had. And, you know, we they were asked about things that they want to improve in the off season for Schmaltz. He said, play, learn to play more away from the puck and how he can create plays. And for Lawson Krause too, it was that playmaking ability and generating um, offense for his line mates. So interesting to see how players like Krause and Schmaltz, who both had unbelievable prolific seasons last season, how it'll translate into this year. Cause it's, you know, the hardest thing in this league is maintaining, you can have one great season, but then that's it. Yeah. So it's maintaining that level of consistency and play. And it's about their approach. It's yeah. about it's about their approach to this training camp and this season. They're excited. They're optimistic. They want to get out there and play. They want to prove themselves what they can do individually. But they also want to say, hey, you know what? We're tired of hearing how bad we suck. Let's Maybe we're going to show you we're not that bad. Yeah. That we've got some good players on this team. And I think you saw that more from Lawson Krause, almost like a little chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Um, with Schmaltz, it's been the same thing since he's been in Arizona. He's a high-end, elite talent but he's got to do it consistently. And we've said it over and over, not just game to game, but shift to shift. He has to play the same way. Now, if he can get that defensive side of the 
the game into his repertoire and he starts stealing pucks and using his size and reach to get pucks away from opponents to help him offensively only elevates his game. Lawson Kraus, we saw it again. It's another guy that has an injury that cuts his season short, finished at 20. What does he get if he plays a full 82 games? Um, he's a guy, he's going to be interesting to me because there there's more size to this team than was a year ago. A lot more. And does that help him get the puck more often? Does that help add that little bit of jam to his game? Where does he fit in the lineup? Is he a top six? Is he a third line guy? I think all that will bear out during training camp. Um, I expect a big season for Lawson Krauss. Yeah. I really do. Especially he's, coming off a new contract. He's excited to be here. He got paid and he's excited and he wants to be here and he said all of the right things. When the puck goes in for Lawson Krauss, things are good. He had a, he struggled two years ago with posts and missed nets and those kind of things. This year could be huge. And we've talked about all of these individual players become the, the sum of the parts of this team that, you know what, if they play hard, this team could be hard to play against. Absolutely. Okay, are we ready to talk about Jacob Chikrin? <laughs> I know. Thank God I'm drinking. Yeah, literally, you. PD's drinking a. If you're listening on audio, he's drinking a Joy Buzz Wow Four Peaks um, at eleven perfect daytime beer. Yeah. Perfect daytime. It really is. It's light. It's refreshing. Um, I think. Oh, I was going to say tomorrow is the first day of fall. So that is it. We'll break the pumpkin out the pumpkin porter? porters for Friday fun day tomorrow. How about that? I'll first join you of, tomorrow. First day of the state fair. Two DP. Yeah. I think yes, so. my favorite favorite thing in the world is a, is a nice carnival or fair. Oh, okay. so, so pumpkin porter is appropriate for the first Totally. For also, fall. Arizona, oh, yeah. the, it's been rainy and cloudy. It's, yeah, it's getting a little cooler out yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow, it seems to be a sunny. I'll, I'll give you that. Sunny, look at the little orange. Well, we're going to try and remain It's a breakfast sunshine. beer. Breakfast beer. breakfast beer. I'm all in, buddy. <laughs> exactly. Well, before we dive into the Jacob Chickering conversation, glad PD has his beer on hand. I need one, too. We talked about fall. Fall is football season, and this Saturday, there's football. It's college football, and it's a new era for ASU football because, you know, Herm is out. It's the first game without wow. him. They're playing Utah, highly ranked, so it's going to be really exciting and fun, and no better way to prepare than by going to a really fun tailgate. And there's no tailgate better than the tailgate at Four Peaks with us, with PHNX, PHNX Sun Devils crew. Sean will be there. Shane, Anthony Totry. I don't know why I said his full name. It just came out. <laughs> Anthony Totry? Yeah. yeah. Well, he is one of those guys you have to say his whole name. Well, about. I was going to just say Totry, hey. but I was like, his name's Anthony, but I can't call him just Anthony. No, I can't. Even. It's it's one of those guys that has the two name names. Oh, my gosh. But anyway, come out to the Four Peaks tailgate this Saturday to will the team on $50. This is what it gets you, okay? Access to an all-you-can-eat buffet, and this is what's in the buffet. Chicken wings, nachos, pizza, barbecue, grilled chicken sandwich, pulled pork, barbecue sandwich, and then for dessert, listen to this, pumpkin porter cheesecake. Yes, please. And donut holes. Yes, please. Both. Are you kidding? Buddy. Are you kidding? I'm, Plus. I'm losing my mind over the thought of that pumpkin porter I cheesecake. I need. I need it. Uh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I know, right? And plus, you'll get two Four Peaks beers. This is all included in your ticket. Um, and a free ride to the stadium. And uh, like we said, Sean and the PHNX Sun Devils crew will be there playing Cornhole, Jenga, and Connect Four. So it's going to be like a legit tailgate vibe awesome. where you're playing games, eating food, drinking beer. Awesome. And I'm not done. The first 15 people to sign up receive a ticket to the game and a PHNX membership. What? That's a $150 value for $50. What? So let me repeat that. The next 15, the next 15 people to sign up receive a PHNX membership a ticket to the game, and everything else I just mentioned. All that food, all what? that drink for $50. And, and a ride. Game. And, a, and ride. a ride to the game. Literally, like, I can't think of a better deal. So check the link in our show notes to sign up. Wow. It's literally going to be so much fun. I'm going to stop by 100%. It's going to be a blast. Um, you're not going to want to And it's going to be it. fun because you don't know what this team's going to do with, with the coaching change. Like, it, it, you never yeah, know. we'll see. Because either they're going to win this turn. game and blow every everyone's and expectations out of the water. with Shauna Chain? Yeah. Buddy. Or they're gonna suck, but Giant for now Jenga. we have that feeling of hope for the yeah, team, hope. and that's about hope. Makes it we do, we sure do. So anyway, join us at Four Peaks. It's going to be a blast. Are there any restrictions? You must be twenty-one and older to enjoy responsibly, please. But come out to Four Peaks, enjoy some. Sounds food. awesome. It's great, great you don't time. Have to be twenty-one to enjoy the not the, not the buffet or anything to get the beer. You do. To get the beer, you have to be twenty-one. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Jacob Chikrin. So this is it was blowing up all over the internet yesterday, it felt like. The Jacob Chickren saga, I wrote in the show notes, the Jacob Chickren saga continues because this has been going on since 
pretty much breakup day last year where he admitted that he wanted out of Arizona and he's been really quiet over the off season. He wasn't really part of um, the workouts that, you know, Keller, Smollett, all of those guys were doing. And yesterday was the first time that we heard from Jacob Chikrin and, you know, nor pretty much everyone else came up and, Oh, excited for the excited, season, yeah. excited for Mullet arena. You, you know, you kind of expect that from a hockey player an NHL player, but Jacob Chikrin came up and was very honest on the podium um, honest about what happened last season, honest about the summer. So before we dive into our thoughts specifically and talk more about this, we have about a two-minute clip from his eight minutes, which I think you can check out on the Coyotes website, but this was kind of the, the bulk of it. Um, so let's see Jacob Chikrin's comments from Media Day. Last year, uh, the team had approached me um, a couple times, um, one before the season, one early on in the season. And, you know, we just had discussions on, you know, where I was at mentally and um, where the team was at, the trajectory of the team. And um, I think, you know, the team, you know, basically communicated to me, knowing, you know, the type of competitor and person I am that, you know, they indicated if, you know, this rebuild was going to be something that was going to be, you know, hard or difficult on me, then, you know, I wanted to be in a different situation and get moved on that they were going to be, you know, willing to do that and make that happen for me. And so um, there's a couple occasions where that we had those meetings. And um, I think throughout the start of last season, you know, I had a lot of reflection time and some really, really emotional, hard reflections with my, you know, loved ones and family. And and we ultimately decided to take them up on that offer and try to get moved on to a better situation. Um, I think, um, you know, like we talked about at the end of last season, just, you know, my desire to, to win in this league. And, um, you know, careers are so short. You know, the time flies by. I'm going in my seventh year here in Arizona, seventh year in the NHL. and. Um, you know, it's just crazy. I don't want to, you know, these years to keep going by and, you know, be 10, 12 years into the league and not had a real good chance or shot at not only the playoffs, but winning a Stanley Cup. I mean, you ask anybody that plays a sport at the highest level, they're all going to tell you they play it to win. And that's really my mentality and where I'm at. And I think the team understands that. Um, I think it's kind of a mutual um, mutual position right now for me to get moved on to, you know, a situation with a chance to win and a team that's, you know, fighting for the Stanley Cup and, and for them here to be able to get assets. And, you know, I understand how rebuilds work and I think it could be mutually beneficial. So, so that was Jacob Chikrin's very candid comments at media day kind of from his point of view telling how everything unfolded that the team he said that the team approached him that he thought about it that he decided to go forward with that and that's what he still wants he wants to play for a competitive team he wants a chance to win a stanley cup pd i'll let you start with your thoughts on this one this is hard and there's a lot of things to unwrap from this first of all i like jacob chikrin I think he's a good kid. Um, I've I've was happened to be there when he first broke into the league and makes it to his first training camp and and seen him go all along his way through this league. But to come out and publicly say what he said yesterday, like yeah, I want to leave because I want to win. Well, like I, I'm still trying to wrap my head around how that works for a 24 year old in this league. That really, he had a great year. He had an unbelievable year in 2021. Unbelievable, 18 goals for a defenseman. Led, you know, led defenseman in scoring. All that is true. But I don't know if he's got the resume or he's got done enough in his career that he can start demanding this. And and you talk about Phil Kessel. Phil Kessel wanted out. There was no secret Phil but Kessel He's at the out. end of his career. So and for career, him to say, I want to win and he's is becoming, valid. He's going to be a free agent. Yeah. He's like, please get me out of here. I don't want to be here anymore. Versus a guy who's 24 years old, still trying to find his way in the league and make his mark in the league and go, yeah, I get me out of here because I want to win. I want to, he has, I don't know, unfortunately, unfortunately for him, he has no say in what happens to him. So what happens here? What happens if 
Bill Armstrong finally finds a deal for him. What if it's in Sean's favorite place? What if it's in Buffalo? What if, what if the best deal for Jacob Chikrin is in Buffalo and Jacob Chikrin now, you're not making the playoffs. You're not making the playoffs next year. You might make it in three years and you might be a Stanley Cup contender in five. But guess what? And again, Sean, no defense. You live in Buffalo. <laughs> you're not living in Scottsdale. You live in Buffalo now. And now you're not making the playoffs and you're in the snow. And now what? So I, be careful what you wish for because you know how many teams win the Stanley Cup every year? One. One. And you know how many teams make the playoffs every year? Yeah. Half. 16. Half. <laughs> so to, to go out and win, to say, I, I want to go win. Everybody wants to win. That's ridiculous. We all want, whatever we do in life, we want to win. When when this company, that I, PHNX moves their studio from uptown to downtown, what if I walk into the office of the general manager? You know what? I, I don't really want that office. Um, move me to another company. Like, F you. This is where the job is. This is where you work. This is where you've signed a contract to work. You work here. That's what you do. You work here. So for me with Jacob, you work here. This is the team you signed a contract to play for for this amount of money for this many seasons. This is where you work. Now, if you're not happy and management's not happy and you can come to terms with a deal, great. But if you cannot, you need to play. Like, you got to go play. And we saw it. I, I keep bringing up Phil. You, Phil came to play. Phil wanted to put more goals up on the board. He wanted power play goals so he could leave. If Jacob Chickren truly wants to leave... What does Jacob Chikrin need to do? He needs to light it up. He needs to go out, be the best guy in practice every day. He needs to tear it up in practice. He needs to tear it up in games. He needs to lead the defenseman in scoring again. He needs to be able to carry the puck up and down the ice every time he has the puck and go, oh my God, this kid's unreal. And then the teams that are at the top of the standings go, we need to find a way to get Jacob Chikrin. That's what needs to happen. Yeah. Now, conversely, if you sit there and go, well, you know, I don't know if I really want to be here. I'm not sure I want to play. What do you think that says to the teams that are on the top of the league? What, what is that message going? Gosh, do we want that guy here? Do we want him in our room? Like, do we want that? Like, I, I know he's a skilled player, but do we want, I don't know. Are we giving up a first, a second, and a prospect, or two firsts and a prospect, or another draft pick for a guy that, God, what happens if we're not very good and he doesn't like it here, or the weather's not good enough here, or the living situation is not good enough here? Is he going to want to get out of here? Jacob Tricker needs to play, period. Needs to play. And if you don't like it, don't tell me you don't like it. Just suck it up and suck it up. It. Say it on your car and, right and into the can, ring. And he can say it to Bill Armstrong. Like that. I, Absolutely. And who knows? Because like there's I, I someone said this in the comments too. It feels like there's more to this than like we might might even know. And this is just what's being said publicly. But Jacob Trickery can't even like he's not he's not medically cleared to play in training camp he's not medically cleared to play in the preseason he you know dealt with a wrist injury and an ankle injury something nagging from last year he got both dealt with this summer one of them's healed the other is still not quite there so he's not it'd be one thing if he came up and said listen like i you know i've talked about this everyone at this point knows that jacob Trickman wants sure. out. that's not a secret sure and he could acknowledge that but say but like I am still an Arizona Coyote and I'm going to come out and I'm going to help this team right. succeed and win. And that's going to make him look so much better <laughs> in my eyes, at least. And, and I, and I reading all the comments here in the live YouTube chat, like fans are, I, everyone understands that you want to sure. win, but absolutely, it's, it's a slap in the face to the fans. And I, I think Christina said too, it's a slap in the face to the other members of the core of this team. Like you think Clayton Keller and Lawson Krauss don't want to win? So they're they're committed. Sure. They're committed to the rebuild. They're both 24, 25, like Jacob Trickin. That's what I don't understand. They're both coming in. You talked about Kraus and Keller specifically, both coming into their seventh year. And that's exactly what Trickin said here. It's my seventh year. Well, it's their seventh year too. And you heard them saying, can't wait. Can't wait. Excited. Excited to play in Mullet. Excited for this franchise. I appreciate Jacob Chicken for being honest. Yeah, of And course. from the media and on this side of the microphone, you go, okay, that's great that he's being honest. But from inside the locker room, Buddy, we're as a team and we have to go out on the ice as a team. We ought, we all have to pull the same rope in the same direction or it doesn't work. You don't need to start a divisive locker room on the first day of training camp. Like, so what is that? What message does that send to Keller? What message does that send to Krause? What message does that send to the coaching staff? I, I just struggle with it. And again, I, I appreciate him being honest. I like Jake Chikrin. I think he's a good player, but he didn't show that to us last year. We didn't see that player on the ice. We didn't see him dominate the game. If he wants to leave, he needs to dominate. He needs to be the player that he thinks he can be, his agent thinks he can be, and quite honestly, this franchise thinks he can be. He needs to do that. If he wants to leave, do that. 
And then can you imagine what it's going to be like coming back to Arizona every year? You think he's going to be, oh, oh, it's great. Let's welcome Jacob Chicken. No. You think there's a Jacob Chicken tribute video? No. Like, sometimes there's a right time and a wrong time to say things. And I don't think you can say it in the first day of training camp. I appreciate him being honest, but I don't know if he needed to say that. I don't know what the fan base, his teammates, and the coaching staff and management has to say now. I wish him the best. I hope he comes out on fire. But he's not playing. He's starting off injured again and go through his career and see how many seasons he has been injured. He's never played a full 82. Um, sorry. No, you don't have to sorry, apologize. Not sorry. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. Not sorry. Um, Craig is here calling in from the ice den. Craig, while we have you, we're talking about Jacob Chikrin and our reactions. So let's get your reaction since you're here joining us. Yeah, I'm actually at the old odd in Buffalo, PD. Hey, look at the... F- yeah, what is some- that? Oh, what, is odd. what are we doing? That thing was torn down a years ago. You see everybody leaving work. Oh, you Fantastic. see John Slaney is photobombing us right now. I did. <laughs> um, yeah, well, obviously this is the topic of much discussion around the hockey world today with Jacob Chikrin's comments. And look, I, you said it, Petey, just a little earlier. I heard, heard some of your comments. We're getting a lot of photobombs here. I think everybody wanted some camera time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, from an, from a media perspective, I appreciate his candor. He told us exactly what he's feeling, and and I can't help but feel that some of what we heard yesterday was a way for his camp to really press the issue so that maybe they can expedite this. But I don't think it's going to happen. We we know Bill Armstrong's track record. I don't think that they're going to rush into a move. I don't think that they're going to lower the cost. Uh, Look at a deal that the, the Dallas Stars just made for a right-handed defenseman. I think it, it cost a first and a fourth. So what is Jacob Chikrin worth on the market? I think they're going to hold steady on that. And I know I keep saying this about the Ottawa Senators rumors. They're not the only team in the mix here, and I wouldn't even necessarily call them the clubhouse leader. So don't necessarily believe that. I think the sources that are reporting that haven't spoken a word to anybody on the Coyotes' side. So take that with a grain of salt. But as far as, you know, what he said on day one at media day, yeah, it was a little bit surprising. And and if you heard my question, it's almost like I gave him a way out, guys. I, I said, how do you turn the page on this? Yeah. And he wasn't, he wasn't ready to turn the page. In fact, he laid out some more of what he thought wasn't being reported about this story. And it's, it's, there's no way to term it other than acrimonious at that, this point. I mean, I, I thought he was respectful in the way he delivered the message, but he was pretty pointed. And it is obvious now that Jacob Chikrin wants out. He does not want to play for the Coyotes. He does not want to be a part of this rebuild. And I did hear what you guys were saying about those other guys in the locker room. I haven't had the chance to talk to them. I'm not even sure we'll get an honest answer from them publicly, Petey. But you have to wonder how players react when they hear, well, Jacob Chicken says he wants to win like I don't want to win. Like you were saying, Leah, everybody wants to win. Everybody in the NHL wants to win. That's literally the whole purpose of every player in this league on all 32 teams. There's not one person who doesn't. So I just, it bothers me because what puts you above anybody else's desire to win? And I'm not sure, yeah, I'm I'm just not sure that there's any value in going so public with this rather than working behind the scenes to get this done. Unless, like I said... You're really trying to press the issue and make something happen. But even, Craig, you, you brought up Ottawa and a lot of rumors circling around Ottawa and what's going on there. Like, I, I like the directions Ottawa is taking. I like their young talent. I think they're doing a lot of good things, but I'm not sure I've got them penciled into the playoffs this year, not just a Stanley Cup Not, run. not a Stanley Cup contender. But, but not no. the playoffs is incredibly questionable. You're still <laughs> in the Atlantic Division with Tampa, Florida, yep. like, and Toronto, like, and that's where you want to go to win? Is Ottawa? Yeah. Like I, so is, and you're is, live, you're playing in Canada, which is like the same Glendale again, so is it winning? situation. Is it really? Winning? Is it really? <laughs> yeah. That's what we're on. Is it really? Is that it? No, like, no, I don't. Well, I don't have Ottawa in the playoffs either. And no. here's the other side of that. Jacob Chikrin doesn't have any trade protection, so if you think you can dictate that's where what you're we were going before you yeah, got you're here. out of your mind. Yep, that's you're out of your mind. You're, no GM is going to say, "Oh, okay." Well, you know, wish for. Listen, especially when you're under contract for three more years. Like Matthew Kachuk had a little more leverage in his situation, but with Jacob Chikrin, he's under contract for three years. Yeah. You can't dictate where you're going to go. If they get an offer from, maybe they get an offer from a. Uh, you know, Petey, you and I were talking about this from from the Buffalo Sabres or yeah. even another team that that's not a playoff team. 
and the Coyotes like that offer, they're going to make that deal. Are you going to? Are you really going to go behind the scenes and say, "I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to play there." Well, if you if you're going to try try to start exerting that sort of control over where you go and the deal that gets made, you shouldn't be surprised if you end up sitting in the stands for a season. Yeah, it was good yeah. that you brought up Matthew Chuck too, though, because you're talking about a guy that was looking to be a different contract situation and said, "I'm not going to resign here." I'm just letting you know now. I'm letting you know now. I'm not going to resign here. Well, okay. Yeah, your contract's going to expire. We need to make a move now and get as much value as we can for that player now. Okay, thanks for letting us know. Beat it. And I think that's the difference here. You're right. Chickman's got three years. Like You you literally have no other choice. What what are you going to do? Like... I still don't get it. Come to come to the ice den, participate in training camp, and do the best you can. And also, Matthew Kachuk was like had a good season last season. That's the other thing. Yeah. Like, if Jacob Chikrin was like top ten NHL player, you could make the argument. But and healthy <laughs> and healthy. If you but if you're gonna demand this, like you need to back it up with something to show for it. And right now, at this point, in the last year, he doesn't have anything to show for it. And then it just makes these demands just feel so, like, icky is the only word I can think of and to, to give this situation. Because then, like, what NHL – like, you need, to, you need to work hard and you need to earn your spots. Not just on a, an NHL roster, but work hard to improve a team. When you get drafted as a high draft pick, you're going to a bad team. That's how it works. And then you grind it out. Like, look at Colorado. We saw, you know, look at Nathan. Mc- look at Nathan McKinnon, who dedicated himself, was on, played on so many shitty Colorado Avalanche teams. And then look, they finally did it. They won the Stanley Cup. He, you think, you think Nathan McKinnon liked losing and didn't want to win? Yeah. No, like he, he was dedicated to the Colorado Avalanche. Like, there's obviously something here that in the water that Jacob Shigrin does not want to be a part of this team. And whatever, like, as a fan, I don't want you on the team if you don't want to be there. I respect people like Clayton Keller and Lawson Krause who want to be here and are willing to go through this rebuild. I get it. It sucks. You want to win. I get it. But, oh, my God. The last thing I want to say, Craig, about it is I hope now that that's done and he said what he wanted to say, I just missed it. Who bombed you? <laughs> Tyson Nash. Tyson I, I just, so I, I Nasher. I, Come on back. The last Come thing back. I want to say, the last Wait, thing I want to say about we're it, we're gonna is, get I, a, a lengthier photo bomb from Dyson Nash here, who's just gonna say hello. I, hey, Tyson. Hey, <laughs> oh, hey Petey, you're looking sharp, buddy. What's going on, buddy? Radio, but you're looking work, good. Work, 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 buddy. Work, work, work. <laughs> um, so I, I just hope we turn the page now. We talked about turning the page. I hope he shows up when he's able to play and get all of his medic, medical medically cleared. And we can move on from it and hope he plays well and root for him. And we can get our anger out now. And game one, when this is for real, and Leah and I are sitting here working and you're off wherever the hell it is you go when you go to a road game. And post-game, we can <laughs> wow. talk about how right. great, The winery in Nashville. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How great Places Jacob like Chikrin yeah. is playing for the game tonight and what a and good game. And hopefully he's he'll the king be our king of the game. Yeah. Let's hope so. Let's hope that that's what he, he's the king of the game. Let's hope that's where we go with this because I want to root for the kid. And right now, he made it a little bit harder to do that coming out of the gate. Yeah. And I don't... And, and, sorry, ahead, Craig. Oh, well, really quick. I just don't... We talked about this on the, the Kyle Turris Trade Talk Tuesday. You don't want this to get to a point where it becomes so, and we've talked about this on a few trade talk Tuesdays actually, just where it becomes so acrimonious that it yeah. lowers his value. Like you don't want it, and he did say at the you know the end of his long answer to Craig's question, like you know I want it to be mutually beneficial and have the assets come over that would benefit this team, but it's kind of you know an end thought there. But I just don't want it to get to that place that then it affects what the Coyotes can get. Yeah, and I wonder too if. Look, I think there are, t- there are plenty of teams that are in on Jacob Chikorin right now, but I wonder if those teams actually want to see him play and evaluate him before they make the decision. So the fact that he's on the shelf doesn't help. And, you know, we heard him say yesterday he's not going to start camp. We don't know about preseason because he hasn't been cleared to shoot pucks yet because of the reconstructed wrist. So if he doesn't even start playing until the regular season, that may give teams some pause as well. It may take a while. We keep saying this. It may take Jacob Chikrin playing himself out of Arizona. He's got to prove that he's worth those assets. Yep, absolutely. And also, we talked about Ottawa, but, like, freaking Senators fans came out of the woodwork yesterday. Like, I don't know where they all came from. I don't know why this is the the thing. And I, like, yeah, it would just be hilarious. 
they're being fed information up there. But as I said earlier, those sources that are putting out that information have not talked to the Coyotes decision makers. So how, as a responsible reporter, do you say this is the case when you haven't taken that necessary step? Yep. Well, those are our obviously initial thoughts on Jacob Chicker. I'm sure we'll have more to say over the coming weeks. But, you know, like you both have said, hopefully he heals up nicely and he plays well and he plays himself out of the situation. And it's beneficial for everyone because I don't think the fans want this. I don't think the rest of the locker room wants this. Like this is now we're going into training here. We're going to a brand new season. And I know expectations aren't high for the Coyotes this season. It's not like. We're thinking they're going to be a winning team by any means, but you don't want this negative cloud hanging over it. Like, you know, we heard last year how great the Coyotes locker room was. Bill Armstrong always boasts about how gritty and competitive the team is. Those are the things you want to see through a rebuild. You don't want to see stuff like this. So hopefully this passes soon because it has been drama. But anyway, Craig, before we, I know you have some updates from day one of training camp. Before we get there, um, it's Thursday night football tonight already in the i i'm i'm just so happy that football is back we just finished monday night football i know i know um but it's thursday night football so what better way to enjoy the game than by betting on it i have i've been winning my weenie bets i've been winning so many like i'm up so much money this season i'm having a great time on the drafting sports book app it- i should start getting my advice from you then yeah instead yeah. of defen lock <laughs> i mean he he is very good most of the time at his bets um watch ph next daily that's yeah, daily at noon. Noon. um but i think it's also because DraftKings gives so many amazing promotions it really helps you win um and right now their latest promotion is new customers can bet five dollars on any nfl team to win and get two hundred dollars in free bets if they do and if that's not enough Everyone, not just new customers, can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100% with payouts bigger than ever. Why bet on football anywhere else? And to make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game all season long. Um, Same-game parlays is where I've been winning the bulk. Like, I'll put $5 on one and win $30. And you don't have have to put big money on things. bets are fine. Tail me on my weenie bets, I swear. Um, it's simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook. Use promo code PHNX. That's promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Okay, Craig, I'm throwing it back to you. I know you have a few updates from training camp, um, so I'll let you decide what you want to report first. Yeah, I think the the biggest news of the day, I I can tell you that Clayton Keller's on the ice, and I think people expected him to be on the ice. He's been telling us he's going to be ready, but he skated in the first session. So that's a good sign that he's on track for recovery. Um, A couple notable absences. Uh, Shane Gostasper is not on the ice. He he tweaked a muscle. He's day-to-day. But the biggest news today for me was that Andrew Ladd failed his physical. Um, Not really a surprise when you know what this poor guy's been through over the last few seasons. Uh, He re-injured that knee that he already had uh, two, two surgeries on last season. He had a third surgery. Apparently, it blew up again toward the late, late part of the season. He even talked to me about it on breakup day. But he didn't pass his physical. So what's going to happen here is Andrew Ladd is going to end up on injured reserve. And because of the conditions of the trade that the Coyotes made with the Islanders, they will get that third-round pick in the upcoming draft. So add another draft pick to the Coyotes' ridiculous stock of draft picks. Craig, people have been so confused on Twitter about this draft pick situation. You know why? Because it was the conditions were reported incorrectly initially. They were literally reported as the opposite of what they were. He can't I, – I, I'm not going to get into all of it, but I, I've written this in my stories. But he, he can't retire before the season. He can't, he can't play a game. It's not that he needs to play a game. He can't play a game. So he can't play, but he can't retire also. So injured reserve. You yeah. can retire during the season okay. based on the conditions. But I think what's going to happen is probably just going to remain on injured reserve the entire season. So, and you made this clear on Twitter this morning too. It's not long-term injured reserve. It's just regular. No, I was told initially LTIR, but it, it, it's basically, it's going to feel like LTIR, but it will just be regular IR. They can use it for cap purposes. Robert said, I've had three ner- knee surgeries. You got to have knees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's it does true. help. Oh, man. 
Well, I mean, I guess this is working out in the way that the Coyotes Just add another draft want. pick. I mean, yeah. it's, again, you talk about a rebuild and what he needs. You need draft picks, and then you got to develop them. And he, Bill Armstrong does nothing but add draft picks. I mean, right now, the, the amount of draft picks they pick up every year, it's astonishing. And just <laughs> yeah, give another one. Here's another third-round pick. So and Who knows who those players I, all turn I, into. And it, to tie this all in, Craig, back to the Jacob Chikrin discussion, what if the team that's running for a Stanley Cup just happens to be the Arizona Coyotes? Just saying. It's not tomorrow, and it's not next year, but just wait. They keep stocking, stocking the cupboards full. The intent is that this is the team playing on Tempe Town Lake. Who knows? Wouldn't it be yeah. ironic? And we talked about, I, I talked about this with our producer, Sean, before this. Remember a, a pitcher named Zach Greinke? Yes. He used to play for the, the Kansas City Royals, and what did he want? Get me out of Kansas City, I want to win. Get me out of Kansas City, I want to win. The players they acquired for Zach Greinke helped that team win the World Series in 2015. Just saying. Right, right. Careful what and, you and, wish for. Yeah, no, no doubt about it, yeah. It's, it's, you can't predict the future, right? You just right. can't predict the future. You don't know what's coming down the pike. And I know, you know we talk about fantasy scenarios, but if the Coyotes, even if the Coyotes get like a top three pick, if listen, if the Coyotes finish number three in next year's draft to get Adam Fantilli, I'm really happy about that because that's a really good player and a big center. But supposing one year down the road, the the dream scenario that we all talk about, Austin Matthews comes home and suddenly this team is ready to take a quantum leap. Keep putting well, that out in the universe, by the way. Keep well, I am there. definitely going to keep putting it out oh, in the yeah. universe because yeah. I want to watch a number one center play at some point for this franchise. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, and really quick, circling back to Andrew Ladd, we talked about how it benefits the Coyotes, but happy for Andrew Ladd that he did get to have his season last yeah. season and accomplish those career milestones. You know, I'm sure this hasn't been – it hasn't. I mean, if you read Craig's story on Andrew Ladd earlier this year, it hasn't been an easy journey for him. So to kind of – have everything go the way it did last season to have that if that you know if he's played his last NHL game I'm glad that he had that opportunity yeah. to do so and that he fought back to have the that guy chance. the guy that should have won the Masterton trophy I yeah. again I, I keep harping on this but I I literally have not put a, a coyote in top three in any of my other voting in previous years but when I looked at the candidates there Andrew Ladd was had the best case without question with all that he went through psychologically, physically, to get back to the game after three years out. He gutted it out, especially at the end of last season when his knee was hurting. But, I, you know, I was told that he actually went on the ice with his kids this summer and the knee just blew up again. Uh, you yeah. just feel badly for the guy. But he, he achieved a lot of his goals. He had a really good career. He won a couple Stanley Cups. So it's not like he got cheated. Uh, just wish him well. Hopefully he returns to full health and is able to live a good quality of life. Absolutely. Um, any other notes from training camp, Craig? I'm going to have to get to availability here soon. And yeah, I'll probably we'll let get you go. Andre Turin, you talk. So. All right. Well, Craig, we'll let you go. Thanks for calling in. We'll be doing a similar setup tomorrow um, with updates from day two. So thanks, Craig. And uh, we'll chat with you later. All right, guys. Take care. All right. Bye, Craig. Um, be sure to follow Craig on Twitter, by the way, if you want, like, the updates at Craig yeah. S. Morgan, not the country singer, um, Craig, but <laughs> yeah. Craig's on the ground, boots on the ground with that foggy blast yeah, no. behind him. Oh, oh, it's humid in Arizona. Human conditions? Oh, it's oh, brutal. Awful day one of camp. Yeah, gross. Um, but like we said, the Coyotes are playing a game in just 48 40 hours. hours. We're just a couple weeks away from the regular season. And if you want to buy tickets to any sporting event, including the Coyotes specifically, because of how you know, people are finding tickets to be more expensive than they're used to. Um, check out the Game Time app because that's truly, truly the best place to buy tickets, not just for sporting events, but for concerts and shows as well. You can save up to 60% on tickets when you buy tickets last minute, which is great for people like me who are very indecisive and can't decide whether or not to buy tickets at all. Um, but I just highly, highly recommend checking out Game Time for any sporting event. There's Cardinals tickets for super cheap on there. Starting tomorrow, this weekend is the last home series the D-backs play. So if you want to get out, watch the watch some baseball for the last time this summer, um, check out the Game Time app. Save up to 60% when you buy last minute. And if you love PHNX, you'll love Game Time. And the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. So if you're watching on YouTube, scroll down to the YouTube description. If you're listening on audio, it's there too. Um, use our link. Helps us a lot. And we think you'll really love Game Time. 
Um, I've used it. It's so easy to use and so easy to find tickets and understand. Like sometimes Ticketmaster just stresses me out and is overwhelming and expensive and ridiculous. So I love Game Time and I'm sure you will too. And if you use Game Time to buy tickets, let us know on Twitter. Um, we love hearing success stories Fantastic. from that. Save some money. Um, and speaking of tickets to games, if you're headed to the preseason game in Tucson this Sunday, we will be there. Me, Petey, and Craig, and Sean will all be there. So if you see us, come say hi. We'll be doing a somewhat of a post-game show. Not, you know, not our usual. Not a traditional one. Not a traditional post-game show, but we'll have a show um, after. So we'll be down in Tucson this Sunday. Yeah. Hope to see a lot of you there. And, and please, honestly, we said it before. Seriously, come say hi. Like, we all want to talk hockey, and we all want to talk about this Coyotes team and Jacob Chikrin and Clayton Keller. Make sure you say hi because we might not recognize you from this chat. So definitely come up and, and let us know you're there. And um, looking forward to it. I'm See excited. Real, real quick, um, if you want tickets to the future Stanley Cup preview, Sabres at Coyotes only $91. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> December 17th. Go for those Sabres, buddy. I'm telling you, Stanley game time, like, there's no tickets like, like the ones on game time. And also, I would have imagined, I would have thought that the home opener for the Jets at Coyotes would have been more. It's only $128, which, like, for the wow. first game in Mullet is a lot cheaper than the And keep in mind, too, all of the tickets are rows 1 through 13. Yeah. So like 128 for a one through 13 row in any NHL arena would is like an unbelievable deal. Um, anyway, I think that's it. We had a lot. Yeah, I feel like good. that was just scratching the surface. Good to be back in in here talking real hockey. I know. So I know. I literally can't believe we made it through the offseason. Yeah, and, and the first game 48 hours away I'm, in Wichita. Wichita, Kansas. <laughs> well, we'll uh, we're gonna talk more coyotes. Let's go. We're, we're gonna talk more coyotes news and day two of training camp. On Friday, for now, become a member at gophnext.com. Craig added some of his takeaways from Media Day. Um, he had a really detailed 10 questions facing the Coyotes um, where there's, like, Craig broke news in that story, and I'm not going to give it away. But check that out at gophnext.com. Become a member today. Sign up for an annual membership. Get a shirt from the locker. Um, you can also sign up for just 50 cents and try month to month and join our members-only Discord um, it's so much fun. We talk hockey in there all day, every single day. Um, and I know a lot of people in the Discord are planning to come to Tucson. So looking forward to meeting or a bunch of them or seeing a bunch of them again because sure. we've met many of you before. And also, I feel like I, we haven't mentioned this on a show yet, but thank you, Karen, for sending Nutter Butters to the <laughs> office yeah. for Craig. He was very happy about that. Yeah, so That's all Craig needs. <laughs> that's all Craig's ego needs is it just a little more, right? Thanks, Karen. Yep. Um, any, anything else? Peter? No, I'm good. Let's go. Uh, let's go talk more hockey tomorrow. Can't I, wait. I literally can't wait. Hockey season. Tucson. Yeah. Hockey season's here. Follow along with us at phnx underscore coyotes. We'll have coyotes coverage all season long. Um, it's, it's a blast and subscribe to the phnx sports YouTube channel and follow phnx sports across all social platforms. If you didn't see Sean ranting on TikTok or Instagram reels, it's hilarious and amazing. So <laughs> check that out. Um, enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Everyone we will be live again Friday at 11 a.m. Until then. See everyone tomorrow.